Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are when you're listening to this. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Cancer Conversations. I'm so happy that you're here today as I am joined by a guest to discuss HPV and cervical cancer. This is a very important topic and we're going to discuss it with the hopes that it spreads awareness and contributes to the ultimate goal of the elimination of cervical cancer. Before we get started with today's topic, I want to share a quote with you. Someone close to me who is a breast cancer survivor shared this quote and I feel called to share it with you today. The quote is, empathy is being with someone's pain, even feeling it with them without trying to make it better. Offer empathy to someone today. I tried to find an author for this quote, but I wasn't able to find anyone. Regardless, I think this quote is a beautiful reminder and we can all apply it to our lives. So your challenge today, if you're up for one, is to offer empathy to someone in your life, even if that person is you. We need to be empathetic towards ourselves too. So today I have a very special guest joining me to discuss the global initiative against HPV and cervical cancer. Courtney and I are both members of the American Medical Women's Association, which is how we met, and I'm really excited to hear what she has to say to us today about HPV and cervical cancer. Thank you so much, Courtney, for taking the time to join me for this episode. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be here. So, hi everyone. I am Courtney Chow, the Outreach Chair for the Young Leaders Division of the Global Initiative Against HPV and Cervical Cancer, also known as GAIAC. Additionally, I am the Pre-Medical Chair of the HPV and Cervical Cancer Task Force with the American Medical Women's Association, where I met Janelle. I am so excited to be here to represent GAIAC and share our mission as an organization. Yeah, so thank you for introducing yourself. As you mentioned, the Global Initiative Against HPV and Cervical Cancer, also known as GAIAC, you will hear us say GAIAC many times in this episode. Um, it's a voluntary organization which aims to educate, empower, and accelerate the elimination of HPV-related cancers, starting with cervical cancer. I am also a member of the HPV and Cervical Cancer Task Force at the American Medical Women's Association, where we have the ultimate mission of advocating, educating, and spreading knowledge about HPV-causing diseases and cancers. So, Courtney, can you tell us a little bit about your role with GAIAC? Yeah, so as part of the Young Leaders Division of GAIAC, we really engage in advocacy and educational efforts to raise awareness about HPV and cervical cancer prevention in particular. We really aim to bring people together as a common front in eliminating cervical cancer through education about HPV vaccination, cervical cancer screening, and, um, and early treatment programs. We strongly feel that the first step in moving towards a cervical cancer-free world is really coming together and taking this collective action to protect one another as well as boost awareness. We've seen the ways in which COVID-19 has really mobilized people across the world, and we hope that the fight against cervical cancer can really bring us together and motivate us in a similar fashion. Yeah, that's such a great point. Though COVID-19 has been beyond devastating, it's forced us to band together and redirect our priorities to recognize how important collective health really is. And as a woman myself, I value women's health. And as a woman pursuing a career and a life in medicine, I feel that 
I should join the force and be active in this initiative to educate and advocate on behalf of women, men, and the LGBTQ the LGBTQIA community and so that we can eliminate generational pain that is associated with women being sick and women dying. As you know, if you listened to my first episode, my grandma died of breast cancer when my mom was just 16 and it really left a shockwave effect on my family. I didn't even know my grandma, but her experience with breast cancer has really shaped me into who I am today, and it's through my mom, through my aunts, and through my passion to help and reduce the pain associated with mothers, daughters, and anyone in any family getting sick. Yeah, and I think that's super powerful, and although there hasn't been a case of cancer in my family that was specifically related to being female assigned at birth, like cervical cancer, for example, but my grandfather did also die of cancer, and I think what is most striking to me about working to eliminate cervical cancer is that this cancer is essentially preventable, right? So. With HPV causing the vast majority of cervical cancer cases, and according to the CDC, HPV actually causes more than 9 out of every 10 cases of cervical cancer, so that's over 90%. The HPV vaccine really serves as a mechanism by which we can essentially prevent cancer, which is astonishing, right? Like, I think many of us, even without having a case of cancer within our own families, do understand the type of pain that cancer brings into the lives of our friends, our loved ones. And so the fact that we really have the tools right in front of us to prevent so many deaths from cervical cancer is astounding to me. And what's really awesome is that in August of this year, 2020, the World Health Organization launched its three pillar strategy to actually eliminate cervical cancer worldwide, which would make it the first cancer to be eliminated, which is crazy, right? So the three pillars align with what GAIAC promotes as an organization, which are vaccination, screening and treatment of precancerous lesions as well as treatment and palliative care for invasive cervical cancer and essentially i think we can prevent so much pain both physically and emotionally by promoting and improving access to these things and this is what's really really motivated me with my work with GAIAC. yeah yeah it's amazing and so as you said courtney we have the tools that enable us to eliminate cervical cancer Take a second, like let that sink in. The elimination of even one kind of cancer is major. And actually in a webinar that I recently attended, we were chatting about this and someone mentioned how well Australia is doing with its mission of elimination. So of course I had to do my own little research and I dug through some literature and found a study showing that If current levels of vaccination and coverage of screening are maintained, the annual incidence of cervical cancer in Australia is likely to decrease to less than four cases out of every 100,000 women by 2028. So Courtney and I were chatting before this episode about the difference between elimination and eradication. And I think it's really important to just take a second here to distinguish between the two. Eradication refers to the complete reduction to zero cases, so gone, whereas elimination is down to very few low target number of cases, which is generally associated with being classified as a rare disease. So still low numbers, but rare. Um, And so this would be the case with Australia if they reach four out of every 100,000 women by 2028. 
and HPV stands for human papillomavirus and it affects everyone, men, and actually it affects everyone. Most people um, in their lifetimes will be affected by it. Don't let that scare you. Um, but it affects men, women, and the LGBTQIA community and can ultimately lead to cancer if not detected and treated early. But most HPV infections will clear up on their own, but the 10% that persist do have the potential to lead to cancer. As I said, don't let it scare you because the immune system fights off HPV naturally, but it's when HPV stays in the body for many years that it will lead to cancer. It's currently unknown why HPV goes away in most but not all cases. And since HPV is a silent disease, most people don't even know that they have it. Currently, HPV is thought to be responsible for 90% of cervical cancers, as Courtney said, also anal cancers. It's currently responsible for about 70% of vaginal and vulvar, can vulvar cancers and 60% of penile cancers. However, cervical cancer is preventable, as Courtney mentioned, so it's crucial that we increase public health awareness with improved education, screening accessibility, coverage and efforts, and ultimately vaccination. Vaccination is the single most effective tool that we can use to prevent cervical cancer. It's up to 97% pre preventative, but since that number is not 100%, and then also the fact that women who are over prime age of vaccination um, can't get the vaccine or it might not be as effective, screening is also a very important tool. Yeah, I think that it's really important that you mentioned the prime age of vaccination. I think we should really shed light on that. The vaccine is most effective when given to young people between the ages of like 11 to 12 years, because this is when the immune response to the vaccine is strongest and exposure to the virus is least because people aren't sexually, really sexually active yet at yeah. that age. And so I really want to emphasize that people of all genders should get the vaccine. Yes. As Janelle mentioned, there are cancers aside from cervical cancer that HPV causes in people who are also male assigned at birth. And so aside from that, I also want to mention that there's a lot of stigma around getting this vaccine since HPV infection is generally considered a result of being like sexually active and so resultantly a lot of people don't get the HPV vaccination at that prime age of like 11 to 12 because they aren't yet sexually active and I remember I got it sometime during middle school like yeah, during this like age yeah. and it is really important that people recognize like the timeliness of getting this vaccine it's really important regardless of sexual activity and I think that in cultures where there exists a lot of stigma in regard to sex, this can act as a huge barrier to prevention and obviously elimination of cervical cancer. And so also I do want to note that like HPV, although this isn't common, it can be spread skin to skin, but most HPV infections do occur from sexual activity. So don't be too worried about the skin to skin yeah. transmission. Um, and I do want to note, also, if you are not vaccinated yet, do not worry. Don't worry. Vaccine can generally be given up into like your mid-20s or even later for people with certain risk factors, but that prime age is in that like middle school, like 11 to 12 age. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's relatively simple and inexpensive for us to screen and treat cervical cancer if it's caught early. So there's no reason for women to be dying of this disease. We need to do better to spread the word and make testing accessible, not just in the US, but worldwide. The vaccine is not available at affordable prices everywhere in many parts of the world. So GAIAC is currently trying to find more funding for the global HPV vac vaccination. So if you or someone you know is interested in donating to GAIAC's initiative, please find the link in the description below to the donation page. Also in the GAIAC website, there's a lot of information about HPV and cervical cancer. And I, of course, will link this in the description as I link everything else. And right now I just want to take um, a quick second to remind all of my listeners that Courtney and I are not yet medical practitioners. If you are seeking a medical diagnosis or medical advice, please seek the expertise of a board certified physician or practitioner. Yeah, and if anyone wants to continue this conversation, we would love for you to join us as a GAIAC Young Leader or a GAIAC Champion if you're not, like, a young leader. <laughs> um, and you can sign up for free, actually, at GAIAC.org. So that's G-I-A-H-C.org, and I'm sure Janelle will go ahead and put that in the yes. description. Yeah. Additionally, please feel free to join us for our Us versus HPV webinar from January 25th to January 29th, 2021. Registration details are also on GAIAC.org, and we would really love if you would join us to dive deeper into this conversation about HPV and cervical cancer, as we will be discussing topics like the FDA's approval of the HPV vaccine for oropharyngeal cancer. We will talk a little bit more about the WHO's adoption of that global strategy to eliminate cervical cancer that I mentioned earlier. We will also discuss the American Cancer Society's modifications to cervical cancer screening guidelines and absolutely tons more. Yes, absolutely. And I will link all resources in the description and I will be sure to include the link to the GAIAC website where you can sign up to become a GAIAC young leader or champion, which is a fancy word for you get the emails so you can stay up to date. And you can find registration details for the Us versus HPV webinar. So Courtney, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your knowledge with us. It is so important for us to work together to achieve positive health, health outcomes, especially when we are faced with a, a disease that is preventable, such as cervical cancer. We saw amazing teamwork and initiative during COVID-19. And as you said, hopefully we can continue to fight cervical cancer with the same motivation and union. Yeah, thank you so much for having me to discuss, obviously, as you mentioned, like such an important topic. And even amid COVID-19 and this pandemic, cancer does not stop. And so I really, really appreciate you taking the time to shed light on the continuing fight against cervical cancer. I hope this was really informative and I hope to hear through some of you through GAIAC. Yeah. So thank you to all of my listeners and everyone who actively engaged in this episode. I'm so grateful for the love and support that I receive from listeners. Please find all citations and links in the description below. If you would like further information or you need more direction on how to get involved in GAIAC's mission against HPV and cervical cancer, please email beyondcancerconversations.com and I can direct you. 
um, just chatting with Courtney. I think there will be more Gayak related podcast episodes to come. So look forward to that. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you love. I'm sending you light. I hope you have a great day and I will chat with you in the next episode. Thanks guys.